0: I always get this image of this, like, fat cat, you know, literally, like, as big as, like, the Marvel character uh, Kingpin, you know, fat, Mm -hmm. wide, like, television producer, movie producer guy. With a cigar? With a a big fucking cigar at that time, who doesn't, doesn't even know what these characters are worth a damn, and he's just like... Am I getting a bottom line on the fucking toy merchandising? Like, well, tell me the mer- so, merchandising on fucking toys. So Harvey Weinstein, pretty much. Yeah, so weird. basically Harvey Weinstein yeah. making Marvel movies right. in the fucking 90s.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 262. I'm one of your hosts, Niyue and I'm sitting here with Felix Ergood. Hey, what's up? And Shrimp Zero. What's going on, guys? How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing on this fine Wednesday yeah. afternoon? Fantastic. Afternoon? Night. 22
2: p.m. <laughs> it is indeed. It is indeed. <laughs>
1: <Dude>. <laughs>
2: you oh got me.
0: got more hours in the day. I oh, for sure i'm feeling pretty good i got more i got sleep last night again nice. you look
2: better you look you look yeah. like you've been like increasing your energy every week Ooh, upgrading I, your stamina bar if you will
0: can i tell you something that uh this is a, not even like a pl- product plug we're not actually sponsored by this group we could get sponsored by this group but anyway. Um, anyway let's hear it i don't remember the brand name but uh i was complaining about how the mask at my job like my if I have a beard, it pushes up into my eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And I and, and we bought razors, and I was shaving myself, and we got those normal like three blade like disposables or whatever, and I was shaving right. myself and everything, and I was complaining about it. And mm-hmm. Mrs. Felix, being the the uh, kind heart that she is, whenever she hears that I'm complaining about something, she gets annoyed and just decides to throw money at it to fix the problem. Um, so she got me. A old-fashioned safety razor. I don't even know the brand name off the top of my head. Have you guys ever shaved with a safety razor?
1: Wait, is it what like you? the ones that you clean with, like, the belt and whatever? Or Well,
0: I mean, uh, no, no, no. You're thinking, you're thinking of an 18, 19th century, 1800s okay. fucking straight razor. I'm not Bill the Butcher, dude, from Gangs of New what, York. What's a, a safety what's razor? A safety? It's the kind that looks almost like a tea. And it's got a, uh, you, can, oh. you put the blade in the middle, uh, uh, like the kind of razor blades that people cut slit their fucking, you know. Like you manually with. put the blade yes, in. Yes, when your blade is ready, you put it in and it stays flat in the top. And it, it's round and there's a blade on each side and you can flip as you're shaving. I've Yeah, I've never, never 1950s, used 1960s, man, it is such a good cut. I fucking love it. It <laughs> works well? Yeah, but I shaved with that and I even have like, she got me the bowl where you yeah. you have like the little thing you mix it with water and then you lather it up and
1: Oh it's like a little like a little mortar and
0: pestle style thing Yeah bowl like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah no. So I got oh, that whole share. thing and
2: I I've sh- only uh, I've now, only ever used overpriced Gillette's so I have not I'm done super the super uh,
0: excited about it because anything. I enjoy shaving now <laughs> I fucking didn't for a while That's oh, great dude
1: real clean and yeah. stuff I've Very been nice on stuff. what's that what's that like razor company that isn't Gillette they're like smaller God damn, who do I use? Dollar Shave Club?
2: Yeah. Yes, I use Dollar Shave Club.
1: Yeah, They're, pretty go. good.
2: Uh, They're pretty good. I think Shick does stuff too.
1: No, no, Dollar uh, it's dollar Shave, Club. dollar Shave Club. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's, and they have I, I switched off of of cream, like shaving cream, to the like the gel. Perfect. It doesn't irritate my skin. And I love it. It's it stays moisturized and everything. I don't get
2: dry razor burn. It's yeah. awesome. The Emergent Shaving Podcast. Yeah. And Sponsors,
0: uh, I, it please. was there was wasn't a sponsor thing going on here, but I wanted to <laughs> tell you how that it feels good to shave. I still don't like my face without a beard, but
2: you, you've you had a beard
0: for how long? Well, yeah, I mean, besides I mean, a blip for an event, dude, I've had a beard. I've been trying to grow a beard since I got out of high school and couldn't really grow a beard until the age of 26. So like so the, just, the just minute and I, then you went all in now, something happened in my body chemistry be- between the ages of 25 and 27. Where I could just fully grow the beard. Like it started coming in in all parts. I used to have like these holes here. And then. Ah, uh, the, uh, the old patchy beard. Yeah, your body chemistry changes mm-hmm. at some point when you get in your 20s. And then, you know, I start looking cooler with it. So it was great. <laughs> Hell
1: yeah. Well, you
0: look great without yeah. it. So thanks. So thanks. don't sweat it. Thanks. Don't sweat it. You're doing a great job. Yeah, man
1: anyway thanks to modern, yeah i was gonna say thanks to modern technology i can actually digitally remove my beard currently oh do it mm-hmm. for anyone who wants to, to see what that looks, do it right now for, <laughs> this is this is youtube content right you guys now. anyone listening to the podcast there you go this is me without a beard how about that how does that
2: look hey <laughs> okay. modern technology it does something really modern- fucked up to your teeth though dude <laughs> Yeah, it's it's messing with my like lip area. I can it's like has to so draw weird. them in you, you, where
0: they're not visible under the beard. It's so weird, but you look like Gollum. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh god no. It, it puts these weird me. Weird weird, weird, but Yeah.
2: Gollum. <laughs> All right. So well, uh, in terms of video, video games I've been doing oh. this week, um, yeah. I haven't been doing much. I'm not gonna take any real time to talk about it. I've been playing Breath of the Wild still. I'm on my quest to one hundred percent the game and it just it's so much fun. I got the bike last week. I got the uh the ancient motorcycle, so I'm zipping around the world and finding Koroks and finding shrines and I'm almost done all the shrines. I think I have like nine shrines left in the game and I'm done all the shrines. Yeah. How, how many total shrines are there? One hundred and twenty, not including the uh uh three, six, nine, twelve extra ones, four that's part of like major quest to get the bike so there are like special shrines that don't give you like the spirit orbs you normally would get in the course of playing the game to upgrade your character they're specifically for upgrading your powers which is part of this dlc quest so there's there's 32 or 132 including those uh those dlc ones and 120 in the base game how many korok seeds did you uh, are you keeping track of the amount of korok seeds you have yeah, well, it tells you in the uh, every time you load the game, like whenever you go into a, um, a shrine yeah. or something else, like you have screen. your stats that dance along the uh, right side of the screen. It's pretty cool. So I have 175 Koroks right now. There are 900 in the game, so that's going to be like the search. Really?
0: Yeah. I don't. So, You're just going to follow yeah. a manual or guide or something, right?
2: No, I haven't been yet. Because so, okay. One of the because one of the DLC items is a Korok mask. Which shakes on Link's face and makes noise when you are near a Korok. So mm. it doesn't tell you exactly because uh, finding a Korok seed in, in Breath of the Wild requires you to solve a little environmental puzzle, and there's like multiple types of that. So you have to like still recognize and search and try and find where this thing might be. But you have like a now some kind of a hint that you're near one and
0: should stop and, and try to. But well, you're to not find using it. a guide at all to do that.
2: No, the only guides that I was using uh, during my streams were to like find where shrine quests start. Because some shrines aren't just visible in the world and won't like ping your radar. You have to like find someone to tell you, oh, I shattered this rock, but there's a message on it. Help me find the pieces. And they'll find the pieces and i will go, oh, now go here and like open up this thing and I'll get you something. Like you have to do that for shrines. And I was like, I don't really feel like this world is absolutely gigantic. Uh, just tell me where the people are and I'll solve the quests after you start the quest for me. So that's the only thing that I've been looking up so far. I'm not opposed to it and I probably um, will. closer to the end but for now that's all i've been looking up so one of my friends recently started the game over as well
1: Mm -hmm. and on his and i noticed this is what he was doing on his laptop he has one of those digital google earth style maps of, Mm -hmm. of breath of the wild yeah and mark And he can mark and it will track anything he accomplishes in the yeah. game. So he can check off once he finds a seed and he knows it removes it from the map. He doesn't have to worry about it. Oh, so, so he has a
2: f- full map and he's removing things from that map. It's, it, it's a full ma- interactive map. Like it's one of yeah. those detailed interactive maps where you can filter and, and yeah. save whatever. I think yeah. IGN has one of those. It's actually really good. I'm not the biggest fan of IGN, but I know their Breath of the Wild map is, is pretty good. I've used that for location information before, definitely.
0: Yeah, IGN's um, uh, Moon Finder in Mario uh, Odyssey is really good. That's what i Is it like a Mm -hmm.
2: like a map and a little little pinpoint location? You can zoom in, zoom out, filter, turn filters off. Yeah, it's amazing. All simple stuff. Yeah. Well, like Breath of the Wild itself has a really good marking feature. There are pins you can set across the map. There's multiple styles of pins. You can put like a skull, a star, a diamond, a little leaf. They're um, limited though, right? Or are they unlimited? The the little marker ones, I think, are. There might be like maybe thirty, 30 are, pins. The colored ones are a max um, of are, five. You can the only colored, yeah, there's five different colored ones. The benefit of the colored ones um, is that they'll appear on the edge of your mini map the entire time, so you can kind of like like always be running towards it without having to like check your big map. Uh, and they'll also be visible in your, uh, in your binoculars. If you use your, your Sheikah Slate to like, look far away, you'll see those as like, a big colored pillar on the horizon, as opposed to like, just looking at a mini-map for a marker. So that's very helpful too in your questing and marking. But like, hmm. the map will also permanently mark a Korok seed where you found one. So it's like the inverse of what your friend is doing. The game keeps track uh, cumulatively. So you can look and go, oh, I did find one here. I did find one here. Like, you can see like the positive progress as opposed to like removing them as you find them. Right. still helpful. It's, I guess the
1: idea is like remove the clutter on the map until you can see which ones are left. Right, 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 right.
2: Yeah. So he's working through just like collect, just doing it, just sh- kind of following the waypoints. And he wants to hundred percent as well. That, that was, that was a thing yeah. that he, that he set out to do like two yeah. weeks ago or whatever, when I was watching I'm, him do it, I'm going to try yeah. to do it without guides as, as close as I can get to the end of it and then when they become too few and far between to find with the size of the world i'm just gonna be like all right give me like you know let's go to ign and get the map up and just scoop them all up you know absolutely but it's fun man i mean you just you put the mask on that'll shake when you near one you just hop on the bike and just zoom zoom across the world it's really fun now the bike is powered by ancient materials right it's powered by anything actually you do have like, to really really? it really yeah but like it'll take any material so like i've got a shit ton of apples bananas like i feel like doc brown throwing shit <laughs> oh my god is like, that is like, like was... orion yeah uh,
0: amazing i was just... just thinking that i was like oh wow that's like that's orion. will it just drive up a mountain
2: yeah. um not well to a certain extent like it'll actually drive up a lot more than you think it will so i also get like death stranding vibes when i'm like hopping this bike over rocks and shit going straight up like a snowy cliff face like like Link's about to deliver a package to some far-off
0: little bunker. And will I break my switch if I try to get this bike? You might. It's you that, might. It's that hard, huh?
2: The initial part of the quest, and I, I think I mentioned this before. Yeah, the initial did. part of the quest gives you a, a weapon that will one-shot kill anything, but you die from one hit. Right. And using that weapon, you have to clear. You have to clear four monster camps on the initial plateau, and then solve the four shrines that appear. Oh, I'm sorry, so that makes it 136, including these four shrines I forgot about. And then clear the shrines with the weapon. Without dying. The shri- without dying. Now, you can die in between, so there are eight checkpoints, if you want to think about it that way. Every time you clear a monster camp, you save. If you die, you'll start at that point. Every time you clear a oh, shrine, okay. well, that's not as you'll, bad. Start, you'll start again there. But, like, you know, you're in the shrine, and maybe you get hit by, like, you know, you get electrocuted, or you, you get smashed by a big swinging ball. That's it. You gotta start again. It resets the progress of the shrine. Doesn't
0: that already happen in shrines when you die?
2: No, no. Mm-mm.
0: Really? Actually, it won't reset the progress. I think it might it just, just start put you at the end. beginning of the shrine. Right? Yeah. That's that's it. it just dumps you in the beginning yeah. without with Right. With, with, but it resets the progress. But yeah, I don't know, man. If you learn you it, you might. You might. If it's, you it's, if you learn it, and um, like, a really big fucking help that I. <laughs>
2: I don't know why I even try this, but what? I was playing with only this weapon. So it's like a sword. Essentially got to get close and everything. And like all the moblins and shit have arrows and there's like wizard robes that are casting like magic shit at you. And I'm like, this is really fucking tough. Right. Well, your bow still works using this weapon. Right. And I didn't even try that until I was through like two monster camps and two shrines and like, good tip. Yeah. I would have forgotten like, about Jesus that, Christ, yeah. man. And I was like, this is just so intense. And then someone's like, try the bow. And I was like, Okay, why well, didn't I think so of that? Really, it's like, it's like eighty five percent easier. Well, I have a lot. I have
0: a lot more playing to do, but when I get closer to that, I'll give you a heads up.
2: It's fun, man. It's a fun challenge to go through. I mean, you like, kind of, you finish the plateau stuff, then you quest around the world, going to each of the divine beasts and finding new special shrines, uh, and then refighting Ganon and all those divine beasts using very limited loadouts. It's, it's if if someone hadn't played the game and then wants another challenge to Breath of the Wild to spice it up, it's the perfect thing to play through. It's very long, very involved, very challenging, and very fun. It's a I mean I'm still that's tempted to reset my progress in that and then play that it's again. The, the gift
1: that keeps on giving. It's such a good game. Such a masterpiece. It's incredible.
2: Anyway, that's me. Felix,
0: what's up? Uh well, the main thing I wanted to discuss really is just the upcoming Marvel Avengers beta. I, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna be playing it, but um the only thing I'll say like like real briefly is uh I'm finally getting really close to finishing Red Dead Redemption 2 story. Oh. Okay. So, nice, dude. Wow,
1: you're right. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm in chapter I'm about ready to move from chap from I think there's eight chapters and I'm at the end of chapter six. I'm getting really close. Um and this is a long time coming because like that's a game that I kind of like just it got totally distracted by doing hunting and things like that in the world and completely for, forgot to play the story. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did when I was playing. Yeah. So that, I that little, did, that that little thing that. there. Yeah. But, but I was adamant about actually just completing it. And I went from, you know, uh, my, my move is all the white side quests I do first in an area then i do the yellow main quests white side quests yellow main quests and i just keep doing it and, and i don't hunt i don't do any of that extra stuff the only thing i do is cook food because you need it for your course and that's it you do yeah that's basically it i cook food uh if i got to kill a deer just to hunt a little bit i'll do that you know yeah if i kill some kind of animal in like a mission or something like that like i just played a mission where i had to kill some wolves uh, I killed all the wolves. I skinned them all properly, took their skins, put them in the back and sold them off. But like, I don't go beyond the main story content.
2: Are you just doing that to finish it as quickly as possible? Not as quickly, but like, or do you just want to power through? Yeah, I want to know like, the story. Next,
0: like- I, I want to yeah, know the story. I've been wanting to know the story for a long time. I, I've, I, I, You know, even though I hate Rockstar for some of their business practices with their online games, mm-hmm. I still feel guilty that I haven't completed this. After being right. a rock star fan for so many years, I f- I feel guilt in my heart <laughs> for for not fucking... guilt in your heart. Yeah, I literally think I, think about it in the they shower. Feel guilt
2: in their heart for having your money. No, fine, not Felix, no, not at all. Not at
1: all. I've had to let go that I will never finish that game. Like oh, it's so too? like I don't. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember like like month like a few months after it came out, I was like I, I came on this podcast and I was like I am going to finish this story. I'm going to mainline it and do it. And then I tried it for like a few days, and then I was like, "Nope, I can't do this. Everything takes hours to do. Everything is just so long." The story, though, fantastically told. Like, are you enjoying yourself with the story that you're that you're you're playing through? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it got me. Everything says it's amazing when you play it.
0: When you play um, mission after mission after mission, you start to see the narrative. It got me into. thinking about like Westerns again and the, the motif of, of Western cinema uh, I ended up buying um, a bunch of like Western movies, like unforgiven with Clint Eastwood, like mm-hmm. to see what, what movies inspired them, you know, the um, dirty, uh, not dirty dozen. Um, uh, Might one... do that with, with
1: uh, ghost of Tsushima because of its inspiration. Oh, watch, watch
0: some old Kurosawa. Uh Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't do Ghost of Tsushima until I actually finished this game because I've been wanting to finish the story for a long time. Um, you know, uh, a sidebar, if you guys haven't watched, if you want to watch one of the best modern Westerns ever, it's a seven-episode... It would have been a really long movie, but they made it into seven episodes. It's a finished story. It's called Godless on Netflix, if you haven't watched that, I've that's heard of Godless? Godless. I've heard really good about it. It has Michelle Dockery from um, um, what's the house in, in in UK in the early 1900s? What's that show? I watched the whole thing. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Michelle yeah. Dockery yeah. from Downton Abbey does an amazing uh, Western American accent um, yeah. and plays plays this woman who's been kind of outcast in this uh, community of all women. Whose men all died in a mine accident, and uh, the way the story unfolds is they take in this this lonesome male stranger and protect him. Um, this lonesome male stranger, right? Now, take it, take him in. Now, it's not a sex thing. They they take him in. <laughs> was not going down there, I'm sure. Come but on in, had you had known had had a stranger. They, I do know why
2: they're Irish, too, they that's t- what my they, they
0: take him in to protect him, not realizing that he's being hunted by the baddest ass. Fucking villain of the west, played by Jeff Daniels, and he is brutal in the show, dude. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels is nasty as fuck in the show. It's so good. Jeff Daniels. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. But uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber theme. Uh, Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber and Newsroom plays this nasty yeah. as fuck like villain of Your the west. Your hands are
2: freezing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's probably memes out there that that takes footage oh, from godless yeah, cross it with dumb and dumber <laughs> it's like it's like him from godless and then like lloyd for fucking you know <laughs> for fucking dumb and dumber but anyway side but that was a hey, sidebar there on. Yet, but... there was a sidebar on my favorite like western tv show but this this game playing through it the motifs in it like make me want to watch western tv and western movies yeah. um because they really nail it man they nail it so that was that, nice. was that I'm done. That nice. was longer than three sentences. Sorry.
1: No, look if you if you finish it, I would love to hear your your full take on the story and everything because that is a game I'm I've avoided spoilers on completely. Like I still don't know how it ends, I don't know what happens.
2: Yeah, I don't know either.
0: Oh my god, there's a middle no part idea. that I'm not spoiling. There's a middle part that like I really want to get your thoughts on because I'm just like I'm playing this and I'm going, Okay, this just went in a direction that I fucking didn't think it would go going mm-hmm. it was crazy I've, I've heard nothing but praises about the like the story yeah. like
1: of this and it's just it's just you know one of those games that just nails the story and there's like
0: characters there's real real um uh i guess the word i would say ennui with the characters which is like um it's a french word and it means like i guess it means malaise
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With the state of, because as you yeah, just you just you, start, you just took a French word and then used another word that I don't know. Oh shit, <laughs> <Malaise>. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Malaysia. is a like general sense incredibly. of foreboding. A, a general well, sense of fore, a general sense of foreboding. Like, gotcha. the, It takes over because you start the game. We all know when the game starts that this gang of people we're looking at is going to dwindle down over the course of this story. Down mm-hmm. to a few left because we know who survive. Right. And you we, start know, ju- we,
1: we know John Marston's story, yeah. Right.
0: So you start from to from the see, you start to see like how some of these people perish and it's fucked up, dude. Like at some point and you don't get to that when you're in that beginning part the trip got stuck on. You know, when you're at horseshoe overlook.
2: Not stuck, actively ignored, and then <laughs> the first thing, didn't care about the game.
0: But when you're in horseshoe <laughs> oh, overlook, yeah. everyone's intact. Right, it's not until the later chapters when you start to realize, "Oh shit, I'm playing a game where most people don't get out alive." It's fucking right. great. It's it, and you get to know these characters, you get to love these characters, and then the game starts, you know, showing you how they went. Yeah, you you know
1: that it's it you know going in it's a tragic story to begin with. Right, right, yeah, it's a very and then very it unfolds serious. in front of you. Yeah. Anyway, that's nuts. I'm glad you're enjoying that again. I you, you, every time I hear you guys talk about games like Breath of the Wild or Red Dead, it makes me go, "Yeah, I really
2: want to play more of that," but I just never. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Yeah, so. Red Dead is one of those games that I like I would love to play, but like I would need could the hour. a great quarantine game. It could yeah. be a great quarantine game. Yeah, I'll be what very
0: specific. I'm looking up the definition because I didn't know how to articulate the definition on We on Wii. Ennui, spelled E-N-N-U-I, is a French word that means a feeling of utter wariness and discontent r- r- resulting uh, from, uh, well, it says resulting from staleness or, uh, this says lack of interest. But I would say that, like, that's true of the characters because they're just in this lifestyle that just will not stop punishing them. So. hmm Maybe that, wow. was, that was probably the wrong word. No, that's a good explanation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had, that's what they are, right? Quarantine for like for months and months and months, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what um, we really would be. Yeah, that's what it would be. It would be months of uh, being in quarantine and going crazy and going <laughs> to blow your brains out. Not not suffering the 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 horrors of the plight of the West. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, not that. Not that. Don't I'm, I'm sure, going to find a
2: different West, word. Let's pull up a good amount of we, You know. <laughs> All right, no, I'm I'm gonna gonna we, baby, right. I'm, I'm
0: going to shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> um All right, I'll I'll talk briefly. I didn't play a whole lot of different stuff this week. I reactivated my Final Fantasy account, Final Fantasy 14. Um oh, yeah. over the weekend I was playing a, a little bit of that. Uh pretty much me, you know, Rowan and Jay, we we tore up some dungeons. I got some new gear. Um I got to tell you, the crossover like specifically what I will, what I will talk about is the crossover dungeon like raid dungeon which is like 24 people and um between near automata and final fantasy is what's up felix
0: this yes this, uh, before you go into that because this kind of connects to our, I will okay the two two shows ago we had an earlier conversation about um uh mmorpg dungeon type play does yes. final fantasy 14 fall into the Con, the construct of what you, we were talking about, how you said that, yes. that there's party based gear that is divvied out by a leader. Is that mm-hmm. so? That's if how Final Fantasy loot, works. you about the loot
2: system. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. that's
0: how it works in, in the Final Fantasy 14 dungeons. I mean, to derail but, you, I just
1: wanted to check. But for the most part, when you're doing these dungeons, it's usually just four of us queuing in a, in a large queue. Right. To be grouped up with 24 people in a a party of 24. And then what happens is the way Final Fantasy 14 handles it is it splits their groups into three groups of eight. So what happens every time you beat a boss, three treasure chests appear on the field and they're divided by group A, B and C. And one group of eight will get the gear out of one chest and so on and so forth. Right. And then they roll need or greed depending on the gear that they need or greed on. Um, the game only lets you need on gear that 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 is your class, just to keep it fair. So if I'm rolling as a healer, only healer gear gear I can roll need on. Otherwise, I can roll greed on anything else, or pass
0: on it. So uh, does that does that clarify the? I still don't understand the need, need and greed thing, but you don't have to explain it now. You wanted to talk about the
1: game. No, it's fine. No, it's very very quick. I don't really have much that, that much else to talk about because I'm also playing Ghost of Tsushima, but I've already talked about it like four times. Um, need, need means I need this gear for my class role. So as a, if a healer, if a piece of healer gear drops, then what if you it's already gonna have show it up slotted
0: as, that piece? If that's so, if I already, already
1: have that piece, Final Fantasy knows you already have that piece ah. and goes, "Hey, you can't roll on the same item of gear that you already have. I see. You can pass, and, and I think it makes you pass on it. I think." And then, uh, I don't think you can roll greed on it. And
0: it when you say roll, you mean it randomizes the stats of the gear. So, so
1: the roll is a dice roll between you and competing see, oh, people see rolling for it, the to gear. See if you get it. Got, mm-hmm. it, got it, got it, got it. Got right. Got so it. you'll roll one through one hundred, and then whoever has the highest dice roll, then it'll give it to that person. Okay. Um, just to keep it keep it nice and fair. How does that um, roll
0: look in the game? Is it physically like animated dice? It's, that... no, it's not. It's in text
1: chat. Oh, it's you in text see chat. it. So like when you, when you when you. Yeah. yeah and when you when you hit it uh the button on screen for the piece of gear it shows the number that you roll on the piece of gear like it'll show like a 90 on it if you roll that uh but yes it's in text
2: chat so you can you can cool. see who just rolled the- on what and then it shows you who wins it in the text chat as also but so, I think um, that only works or not only works but the way you're describing how it like limits you it sounds like it might only be for those high level end game type raids cuz I think I can go through like just a regular dungeon queue and greed on everything if I just want to be a dickhead and try to like or not greed not greed on everything but like an almost need on things if i already even if i already have it well
1: it because there are definitely moments in dungeons and especially like level 50 and higher dungeons where i'll roll on something and it'll it'll a message will pop up and say hey you can't roll on that you already have that gear like in your inventory mm-hmm. you already have this like you can't um maybe, maybe you'll, you'll have to you double check it. from here
2: maybe if you have yeah. it for like you know I sell all my shit that I'm not wearing. So like I'll just I might just go through and sure. I was mad scooping early on to have stuff to sell. But then eventually like at what? this point I'm just passing on like everything because I don't want all the clutter. So trip, I in
1: my bank, in my retainer bank, mm-hmm. um, I used to keep all my old gear, right? Just like yeah. stacks and stacks of it. Like just like just t- taking up space. But since Final Fantasy 14 added the glamour chest. You can just dump that into the glamour chest and then if you ever want to create like outfits for your character, yep. you can mix and match your old gear and make yourself a cool glamour outfit that you can just yep. throw on yourself. Uh, so I ended up throwing like 300 pieces of gear in that glamour chest. Um, and a is that
2: limited?
1: I was going to ask the same
0: question. I was going to ask the same question. What's glamour chest? Is it no, un- is limited? it limited?
2: 400 slots. It's still a lot more than I think what your armor chest is. Mm- yeah, with your bank, oh, like in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah which you know, is good. Regular and, inventory, your, uh, retainer, inventory, your uh, retainer inventory, your armor chest inventory, and now the 400 slots of that, you can keep a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And now your, po- your Chocobo saddle bags.
1: Oh, saddle bags. Yeah, you for- forgot all. That's a new one. Ad- that was like a recent addition for, for me. called least. a lot of garbage. I don't want to yeah. think like that because I already hoard way too much digital Hoarders. Yeah. I know. Um, but. Yeah, so Fable is still great, and uh, the game—I don't know how how much ESO is like this, Felix, but this game is essentially a giant game of dress up for the most part. For a lot of people, people have all any, kinds of costumes now. MMO
2: just turns into that, dude. Like honestly, I bet, if you think yeah, about yeah, eventually it, it all just becomes a big cosmetic race to see who looks. Dude, the coolest. you
1: go to Limonisa lim- or whatever, and you just see
2: people wearing anything the chocobo onesies and. Uh, all the of- home, like the the big crystal where you warp in there all the time, is like the time square of any like city uh-huh. in Final Fantasy. People are there playing modern music on like the in-game instruments that they've written their own like music scores for. People are doing like yeah. dances and shit. They're selling shit. It's like, it's like a it's living awesome breathing, there. wild like marketplace. It's absolutely insane. I have so many clips <laughs> when I heard someone playing like, I don't know, like a Kanye song or like, like another Final Fantasy seven track in this other Final Fantasy game. I would just like screen record it or something while I was playing. Cause I'm like, that's wild. That's new.
1: Yeah. And it's only Limsa too. It's none of the other cities are ever that popping, which is a no, shame. But no. there's always um, like they're
2: full of people, but no one's like making their own party out of it the way it happens. Yeah, they're, they're,
0: yeah, for sure. What you're describing is how every city in ESO is. It's just a bunch of noise, a bunch of weird, like so just a bunch of people partying, cool dress. Yeah. No, it's just no. There's no sense to it. It's a bunch of cool, like clearly. Dressed to the nines, like with their characters or their flair or whatever they add on their fucking bullshit, end game mm-hmm. armor or whatever. And they're all just moving in weird directions. Some are dancing, some are fighting back and forth, like casting spells at each other and shit. Like it mm-hmm. literally looks like, 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 you know, an asylum of of insanity everyone's crazy. <laughs> that's what eso like seems like to me so i just ignore all that shit and as far as outfits i have two outfits that's it i one of them i wear for when uh, sorry i have three i've sorry i have one outfit and two like um uh it wouldn't be called an outfit it would be called like a like a piece of like vanity gear yeah more like a dress you know like because i'm a female character mm-hmm. like you put mm-hmm. on the dress when when i so i put that on when i go into like a like a, a royal situation where there's like a king i got to talk to or some shit i put on the you, dress you you dress yourself like the yes game i make you it. I role play it. I actively put, put really it on because I think in my head the character would wear that if she went into a, a fine situation with higher class people. I feel, I'll I tell you
1: what, it, yeah. I, I think about I, when I was playing through the Shadowbringers campaign, and I knew there was a cutscene coming up. I would actively change to my non-battle gear like just non yeah. battle gear, something
0: more formal. If I'm in a cut scene with a CD individual in like a back alley and a, a part of a story quest with like a weird twist or a, a, a deep down covert thing. We got to go. She puts on like this mask and literally looks like a ninja. You know, she mm-hmm. lo- she looks like she's a part of the dark brotherhood. At that point, mm. because I've actually custom the gear for when I play the Dark, dark Brotherhood, it's the, the colors in the dyes in the in the clothing. I've dyed it so that it's Dark Brotherhood colors, so it's, it's nice. It's, it's pretty cool. So I, I went that far with it, but I'm playing alone. I'm not presenting that to somebody else. I'm doing it for my own uh, role playing uh, excitement, I guess, right. <laughs> or whatever. Nice. You know, the flashy stuff happens when we're playing Fallout. We put do, goofy oh, al- sure. in Fallout. We put goofy outfits on and and that kind of shit. Like, Florence is always running around with his fucking big, goddamn. He has a big, big bear hat, and he's always being creepy on with the it. Bear hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. like sometimes he'll show up and he's not wearing any clothes but the bear hat, and I'm like, thanks, Florence. That's that's weird and awkward. <laughs>
2: My guy in a in Final Fantasy, I have a glamour to look like Cloud from Advent Children, so that's funny in some cutscenes. So like the cold area, just bare sleeves, just freezing <laughs> out there. I
1: have my uh, my my tank classes that I that I have are actually they have the Cloud the Cloud glamour gear on. Um, my samurai is dressed like Noctis from oh nice yeah from, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and my now this is what I was this is actually what I wanted to originally talk about was my healer now dresses like 2B from near Automata. So all my characters are dressed in black currently, which is kind of yeah. dope. Um, Do and the the two B gear does that drop from the raid from this crossover so raid? It's very okay. So very. This is this is what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about this raid specifically because part two of the raid comes out next week. So there, there's a That's major patch coming out. Yeah, and major patch drops next week. Uh, what happens when you get to and the end of part one? Does the game just say like a hold on for more? Like what happens? So. Well, you do a quest line. Of, uh, there's a whole quest line about it, and a, oh, like a side story okay. Got it. Got that it, sure. it occurs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it it does. Yes, it does. Do to be continued. And actually, I'm at a point in the story, the main story quest, where they showed a big cutscene and they left you on a, another cliffhanger to for the next yeah. big patch to drop. Yeah, that's how they do it. That's how they do all the post uh, uh, expansion stuff. They 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 release these big patches that, that like will release a big chunk of story content and then like they'll leave you they'll leave you cliffhanged until the next the next uh, one yeah
2: but, i want to experience the big quest line between uh realm reborn and Word, but that was like an entire mm-hmm. game on to itself in terms of all the shit i had to do and all the so, content i had to play you
1: played through all the cliffhangers but you just didn't see it because you're just yeah, it just continues right. on exactly. for you yeah, yeah i'm sure that was yeah. split a- among like three or four patches uh-huh indeed uh, this patch did get delayed, the one that's upcoming. But they're releasing part two of the near raid, and this near raid, I know it's nothing special or nothing like crazy to write home about. I know our our Final Fantasy resident Rowan, not he's like I don't really care about near Automata, but guys, let me let me tell you about this raid because the boss fights are fine, they're normal, they're whatever. But the music that they inject into this this raid is absolutely amazing because near Automata From has it's for, it's a, and what they do is they do a mashup of of Nier Automata's theme and they do it and they and they inject Final Fantasy's music into it. So like you hear clear cues from all these and the final boss fight is hype as fuck. It's like really really hype because you are fighting a main character from Nier Automata and it's mm-hmm. a crazy epic fight and it, and this music is just this
2: battle music is just blaring and it is fantastic. Now, do they try to like tie this in so that it Makes actual canon sense for both of these stories, or, they, or do they just acknowledge that it's like a fun, weird thing you're doing because the games aren't related at all? Like, how do they handle that?
1: Yeah, they, it's it's just like
2: this is a thing that's happening in this world. And actually,
1: because of thanks to Shadowbringers, I don't want to spoil Shadowbringers for you, but because of the nature of Shadowbringers, they can make it make sense because you're technically not in Eorzea with Shadowbringers. Is that how they made the Final Fantasy 15 car? a thing yes <laughs> like, yes because noctis <laughs> shows up at one point and you do a bunch yeah. of missions with noctis and not to mention that monster hunter also has a injected oh, like I boss they rate by, yeah. yeah they did a crossover with that as well so and it's it's fun though and um also, was this the weirdest like concept is becoming a real popular thing now but you know what I really love it? I love seeing cuz those are games I play, Monster Hunter and I play NieR Automata and those games are great. And I love seeing them in other games that I play even though it doesn't make any sense at all. Like it doesn't it shouldn't make sense. Right. But um the best part was is at the end of the raid that I the uh, the near raid that I did this past week was I won you get a piece of actual fighting gear from it that is themed like NieR Automata, right? Mm-hmm. For your character and everyone can roll on a piece depending on who drops it, right? But you also can get a box, and inside this box, when you open it up, is the Two B cosmetic gear. Two B is the name of the character from from the whole whole Automata. The whole straight set, so now I can just roll around looking like like actual Two uh, B from from near, and that's exactly yeah. what I wanted. Um, back in the Heaven Sword, nope. One of the older game, one of the older patches, or one of the older expansions. I tried to like make my character look like 2B at one point, but using in-game gear that didn't really quite look like point, it. Yeah. yeah, but now I can actually do it. So my ninja can actually look like that. My healer looks like her. It's dope. Nice. Um So I'm very excited. I'll probably talk more about the uh, the patch updates next week. Because um, I'm gonna, I'm playing the game now. I'm back in. The, I'm back in it, baby. Nice. Um, other than that, more Ghost of Tsushima, and um, j- I finished Act Two on that, so I'm I'm in the the last third of the game. It's a great story. Highly recommend you play it if you like a good drama, like a good samurai drama. All in on it. But uh, yeah, that's all. I, that's all I got from me right now. I haven't really been playing anything else since now. Valorant, whatever. I'm, I got hooked on that <laughs> on Valorant this week too. Same shit, different week.
2: Yep, yeah. that's quarantine, baby. Oh
1: yeah, that's quarantine, baby. All, All right, right, cool. Do you want to she hop into the first piece of news? Yeah. New- yeah. 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 So now As we Felix said, wanted, like, Felix wanted to talk about Marvel's Avengers. Would that- you guys like to start with Marvel's Avengers?
0: Yeah, I I mean I'm fine with that. You, uh, Trip, you okay with that? What do you want to do, Trip? No, I'm not okay with it. No, let's fucking <laughs> let's talk about it. Trip's okay with it. Tripp's like is this a fucked up segue? What are you guys doing? Like what's <laughs> happening? <You're talking> about- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay? So can I ask it's
2: you
1: last week? To
0: talk about the news point.
1: Well, I don't know because we had that other big story that uh, we would definitely talk about. I'm I didn't know which Can we
0: lead with a couple of details here about the game? Lead. Do it. So we're we talk, we're talking about Mar- the details. Mar- we're talking about Marvel's Avengers game uh, that mm-hmm. is being produced and created by Square Enix for presumably all platforms: PC, pl- PS4, and Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, you are correct. And they're doing their own thing. They're doing like a story um that is kind of unique a world of lore that's kind of their own um almost their own marvel universe
1: i say, yeah they're doing they're doing what they did with uh, like what insomniac did with marvel spider-man with uh, the ps4 game right and, there, yeah. and there's
0: no uh possibility that the spider-man that potentially could be coming into the game that we're going to talk about that's controversial is possibly the peter parker spider-man from that game Cor- not, I'm going to say it's not. This is not a crossover with Insomniac, so everyone's clear on that. that. No, but sounds sounds like that would be a lot. It's a way, lot. Way of too much. many. Yeah. Too too many fingers in the pot. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the reason we're talking about it this week is because this Friday is when the, the specifically and only the the is it? It's not a closed beta. It's an open beta, just for PS for pre-orders for pre-order PS4. So this Mm -hmm. Friday, it's pre-order PS4, get a chance to try. Next weekend, it's going to be Xbox PCs pre-order and open PS4. So all people who have PS4 uh, can try it out. And um, that's going to be next weekend. But that's why we're talking about this.
2: So no pre-order needed for the open.
0: No pre-order needed. Yeah, so so somebody who wants to try the beta on PS4 next weekend can just try it. See, uh, I might do that because I've said that I'm not super interested in this because of the do content. An MPS, do it on PS4 with us, so we can but all group up. Here, here's the thing: I, I will tell you from researching this further, Trip Zero, you're not necessarily into the the lore content because you're not into Marvel comics and superheroes as much as everyone else on the table here. But I will tell you, the structure sure. of this game is identical to a game that you love near I and dear like to your a heart. Good, a good looter, so that's what it is, man. It it seems like so, it's going to play a lot like Destiny, bro. Twenty twenty has already had a lot of
2: wild surprises. Who knows? I might end up being a uh, Marvel's Avengers main. That would be insane because
1: you know Diamond Jab's is going to be all in on this. I can already i've I've already heard yeah. him be like, "Yes, this is a game that I'm
2: very much." He went really in. hard with like. Um... The Switch game, I forget, what was that? Uh, uh, Ultimate Alliance? Ultimate Alliance. It? He didn't go mm-hmm. as
0: hard as I did. <laughs> no, not. No, yeah. Felix was all because in. Because he didn't like what they did with the DLC, which I respect him for, because right. it was bullshit. He got like, excited and hype about
2: it, just conceptually. About uh, and the and, and, and as, I,
0: as I see this game... It, it, how it's it's exactly that game with like three-dimensional graphics like mm-hmm. not not the game modes the game modes are going to be different but they're differently named but they're almost yeah. pretty much the same they're going to have these things called harm rooms which are rooms where you where you just completely you know re, you, you're in different environments and it changes you're fighting, and, waves, and you're enemies. fighting waves of yeah. enemy. well they call those based on the, the x-men in marvel ultimate alliance they call them danger rooms like Mm -hmm. that's that's a thing that's that's built into marvel ultimate alliance the only two differences i see between these games is what character loadouts are going to have like what what type of the gear structure is going to be like you know because marvel ultimate alliance doesn't give you the that much cosmetic that ability to change shit um and also like what the lineup of characters are going to be like what they're going to offer over time but the the model of it is the same because Marvel Ultimate Alliance releases the characters for free every single time they come out right uh well okay mm-hmm. that's not entirely true you did have to, no so, you, you did have to pay for a DLC to get all the characters that have subsequently released but they're all coming out once you buy that DLC once you keep getting them as they come so
1: so for the, yeah, for this game specifically, they announced the starting Avengers, which includes like Hulk, Black Widow, Iron Man, uh, Captain America, and maybe maybe he's kind of he's in, in all in the, art. the story. He's he he has, but in the story, he's oh. supposed to be dead. So like like that's like a whole that's like a plot thing that they that they kind yeah, of revealed he, early. Right. Right. Um, right. Okay. But but they but they did all the assets for him, and he's. Playable in the starting mission, so he's probably not dead. It's just they're just withholding him for story purposes, probably. Or, may, but, or maybe maybe the Marvels story is someone,
0: someone might take it over, like maybe Bucky Barnes or something like that, or possibly. Uh, well, I last would. week he they was. did a they yeah. did a. It's
1: gonna yeah. you. <laughs> me, me trip zero. Uh, last week they announced in the, one of their like video drops, they showed off a lot of the game modes. The harm rooms were one of those, uh, where one of the things they showed off. And they showed off a lot of like the group play aspects of it, and like what how you how you like do group play activities, and the various activities that they have. And the beta is actually going to have a lot of these activities available, like like a like a shit ton. Um, which is why I'm kind of like interested to see, because because I'm worried about like an anthem situation where they show you a lot of the game and you go, oh yeah, this is the game. You're you're essentially seeing the game. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to trying it this weekend. Uh, they announced hey, Hawkeye would be, be one of the. the f- Sorry, just completely step on your. Board, what were you saying? No, it's okay. And they also announced Hawkeye as their first DLC release character. So that 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 will be coming out later. What were you What did you say, Trip? I didn't hear you. I said, if it sucks, we just go back to Anthem, which is already there, so it's fine.
0: It's already there. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> um, so I'm not worried at all. But they definitely Yings, said that the, uh, the character is going to be release free as as they come out. I don't know. Actually, I read that. I read that. Somewhere. Okay, cool, oh, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, good. All the bonus characters are free if you have a PS4. That's not what it said. Mm. Is that what it said. It no. did, it did not say he's that. he's trying to he's trying to he's you're, trying to you're leading anger into our, me a little bit. You're leading into our topic. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So another thing that they announced days after this, a few days after this um this video drop is that Spider-Man would be coming exclusively to the PlayStation platform. And this got the
2: internet super mad. Burn! Like way mad. <laughs> There's no no reason for it in twenty twenty. What getting mad or withholding a character? No, withholding with a character for that specifically because like right. someone made a great point. I forget. I'm, I wish I could find the uh, the source for this, but someone made a great point on, in a tweet saying like, no one wins with this because people are just mad at Sony. Either way, like people right. in, in in general are beyond wanting to feel this like console exclusivity. You know, like people on PlayStation aren't excited about this. They're like, why? Like, wh- like, yeah. like, I don't, want, I don't want my friend on Xbox to not have this. Like, we we don't care. So like the only thing you're doing is making everyone mad at you for a company decision. Everyone's directing their anger towards them.
1: And I know Felix, you you have a great point as to, as to why this is happening. But regardless of that point, it feels like now if I did decide to purchase this game on my platform of choice, like, which is PC, like I would rather play this on a PC platform. I, I, and as, as a huge ass Spider-Man fan, I got to the fucking comics behind me like <laughs> i have to play it on a playstation now if i want to do that and now that makes me feel even worse about like like putting up my money for this that i've been like pigeonholed into playing this character on this platform i know now, you can go, go ahead and open open up with the the reason why this is probably happening well, if, 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 is any an game, one, if any but...
0: gamers listening are exclusive to gaming you're not really like a big fan of like the marvel movies you might not know you know, like I have a friend who, who uh, Jay Prince, who who really doesn't watch. He he's a fan of the Marvel movies, but he really doesn't watch a lot of TV. He doesn't watch a lot of movies and things like that. And might not know the backstory to what the to Sony and Marvel's actual fight over, over the Spider Man character and the fact that. And this is really a casual way of saying what the result of this was, but in the fact that you know back when Spider Man Homecoming was made for the MCU, Marvel essentially had to rent. Spider-Man from Sony—it's their character mm-hmm. in, in 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 origin, but they essentially had to rent the character to get him in this movie. He's he's back in the early '90s. Uh, Marvel was going bankrupt. They sold off a bunch of their main assets, the, just the the visual, like content well like, they
1: sold like, the rights to their characters usage
0: well it's very specific usages. usage characters in motion pictures and televisions but not cartoon assets and not comic book assets right so they i want to even say not video games either and this is what i'm saying i don't understand yeah well, did they, i do they stipulate
2: that in, in a contract that old Video, video games probably weren't not.
0: invented then. That's yeah. that's what's super complicated about this. Um, well, they, they were, but but, but, they, they, weren't but they weren't as big of an industry as they, they are weren't now. Like right? a li- they weren't yep. a licensing uh, powerhouse at that point, right? They weren't trying right. to license characters and that kind of shit. So, so I, I don't. Kn- they probably aren't in that deal. You know who's not in that deal? Just so you know, Miles Morales is not in that deal. He didn't exist then. Really? He's owned by right, he Marvel. Yeah. The the creation of a Miles Morales movie, uh, Marvel can do whenever they want because. But right, Sony, made, Sony made Spider Verse though. They made Spider Verse, but I have a feeling they had to get permission from Marvel to put Miles Morales at the head of that movie. That's that's it's really murky with Miles Morales because he wasn't in the original stuff. You can look this up. This is real. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to look because it up. That Look is... it up. Tell me the yeah. details if I'm getting something wrong. But like. Um, because he came after Peter Parker he didn't exist in the original yeah right well he wasn't even the ultimate universe wasn't even a thing at that point um anyway the the point is is um uh you know they they've now decided to to do this exclusivity with this character and it just reeks of of something related somehow to the fact that uh, the Spider-Man character is their biggest breadwinner when it comes to the motion picture visuals and and and, mm-hmm. and marketing and all of that stuff. It seems like uh, they have some kind of sway, like because the the response did you do you have the response by the Square Enix guy? It's by it was Square Enix guy that said it, right? Oh this, yeah, this mean, wish, the wishy-washy response that he gave everyone that reeked of of Sony putting some kind of legal stop on them. Like that's what it seems well, it just, like. It's, to me. it's him
2: trying to not say what we all know is true, which is, you know, this was demanded by Sony and trying to make it like seem like it was their decision to respect some kind of deal. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you just, you know, he's not speaking for himself and trying to like dance around the entire issue. And it just makes it worse because people are not as dumb as they used to be about this kind of shit. And it just comes off as like, do you think we're children? like, like no one everyone knows what you're saying. We know exactly what you're saying and what you're not saying. Just say it. Right. Just, just say it. Let's have a conversation. Just say Sony owns the character and they they want it only on one platform. Yeah, they want it you're on their platform fired, dude. You know, just like say we just, we know. You're being asked about this and everyone's going to like like hand pick apart your answer and he yeah. just failed miserably.
1: Yeah, and nice. I the the article I sent uh Felix pointed out earlier that the headline's a little the headline is a little like biased. Because it is leaning like, yeah, the the Kotaku headline's like, okay, we get it. You guys are being jerks about keeping Spider Man on PlayStation. Like, that's fine, I guess. That's that's how that's how the articles like kind of like leads it, right? Right, Felix? Yeah. A little bit. But what he says is he's like, when it comes to Spider Man, that's a relationship that you know, that's a relationship that PlayStation has the rights to, you know, Sony's ownership has uh, you know, is it's there. That's, what he, that's essentially what he's saying. Like, that's,
0: that's the what article he got actually, to work with. Does the article actually confirm that they have knowledge of that? Like, that's actually the facts?
1: I will read the quote. So the beauty of Spider-Man and what Spider-Man represents as a character, as a world is, again, it comes back to a relationship with PlayStation and Marvel. We happen to be, once you execute and deliver, when it comes down to choices of where and what Spider-Man can be, that's a relationship question that PlayStation absolutely has the rights to. That, as you guys know, with Sony's ownership there and Marvel with Sony saying, hey, this is something we can do. This is something we can do on this platform is what he says. He goes on, but yeah, it's essentially he's he's pretty much just talking about it. Like this is this is he's he's it sounds like he's saying, look, this is out of my hands. Like Sony, if if we want to use Spider-Man, this is this is our option to use Spider-Man. We have to put it on. Only on PlayStation. If you just said
2: that, that would have been fine. Yeah. But it's like a bunch of just non sentences. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> the things that he is saying doesn't mean anything. He's right. talking with no substance. It's like, you know, those, you know, you ever like we're searching for something really like, like specific and you end up on websites that just like kind of scrape search results and then try to get people to click on them by like creating paragraphs of buzzwords And you actually try to Mm -hmm. read the paragraph of buzzwords, and you're like, this is nothing. Like This is English, but it's nothing to my brain. That's what his paragraph reminded me of. Just a a website bot scraping search data to talk to you about a topic.
0: They call it a word salad in that article, by the way. It's exactly (laughs) what it is. Check out this word salad. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I mean, it definitely just seems like he's being reeled in and can't say shit about the fact that Sony somehow has some kind of licensing control of, of mm-hmm. the character, even on the video game level, which might be something that they retrofitted into the contract in the modern era. Like somehow they, yeah. they had their lawyers like rewrite it. So that video games of being a visual medium are now lumped in with TV and film. Um, but the weird thing is, Spider-Man shows up freely in Marvel animated movies. Like he's in Marvel animated movies. So somehow Marvel animated movies. Now I'm not talking about the one produced by Sony uh, into the Spider-Verse. I'm talking about. So Disney, Disney actually makes a new Spider-Man show. So they
1: have a show on their own content. That is a Spider-Man TV show. Right.
0: But there was nothing. I don't think there was anything. I don't think they had to get Sony's permission to make that show because the cartoons have always mm-hmm. been like, maybe they didn't sell... Here's what I think it is. I think maybe back in the 90s, they were doing well with the Spider-Man cartoon, and they didn't mm-hmm. sell off cartoon capabilities to... Right, because I
1: remember, that show was originally on Fox. I don't think they owned it, though. The 90s the 90s animated Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, did, Disney didn't own it.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Disney no, didn't saying, own it then, no, no, no. No, but I'm saying I think Marvel, as a production company, uh, right. didn't sell off the rights to animated Spider Man because they were doing they were successfully licensing that no problem to Fox at the time to make that show. Do you see what right. I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that, that does actually make a lot more sense. But they, you know, they, they,
0: Disney because now Disney has the ability to do they it. They had some fucking crazy ass deals that they made. You know, they some Spider Man went to Sony, like the, the fucking Fox deal. Got for, X-Men, no, yeah. Right, Fox got X Men and the, the deal that they made for the Incredible Hawk in perpetuity is how it's written. Forever. Right. All right. With, yeah, with universal.
1: Hulk, universal got Hulk. Yeah. Is that
0: universal forever gets to distribute the incredible Hulk as a character forever. Mm-hmm. You, you write that into a contract that is stupid. <laughs> no forethought whatsoever. <laughs> this is why you can only see the incredible Hulk in an ensemble. He can't be in his right. own movie. The lead that Edward. Right. Edward Norton movie was exclusively distributed. The last Incredible Hulk movie was exclusively <laughs> distributed by Universal, um, but Disney yes. won't allow him to be in a movie because they have to turn the entire production's distribution over to Universal if they do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they Disney does not want that at all. No. God. Yo, I swear, <laughs> God! Companies ruin good properties, man. They
1: really do. They know and how to, that, they know how
0: to do it. And for all you Disney Plus subscribers out there, that's why you don't find the Incredible Hulk movie on Disney Plus, and you don't find either of the Spider-Man movies on Disney Plus. They're not there because they're the, they're not allowed to distribute them. You know, distribute them. So. Wait,
1: are you talking about the Homecoming series or like the? I'm talking about Spider Sony
0: movies. Sp- I'm talking about just Spider-Man: Homecoming and Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home. I doubt we're they're right. not
1: on Disney Plus.
0: No. Because <laughs> the, oh, the Sony gets exclusive distribution rights of the of the Spider Man movies, they were produced by Marvel, but Sony gets, gets the exclusive distribution. That's so messed so up. You got to wait for a Sony television it's, watching service. I mean, we've
2: never been in a place like this before where there's so much cooperation between studios. So, well, these deals it's happen all amazing, the time, but- and it just didn't, no one cared because why would you care? Like, if you sold the rights to somebody, that's, that's their property now. No yeah, one had back to, in like, the 90s, Ten years later, and go, hey, f- f- shit, dude, Steve, can we borrow this guy? Like, we need this guy because <laughs> that, these movies are making billions of dollars.
0: We need this character. Back, back when, ba- back in the nineties, when they sold that shit off, the only thing they made those movies for was to sell fucking toys. That's right, it. Exactly. They exactly. they were looking at toy profit margins in order to figure out whether they should make the movie or not. That's what decided. Now it's actually interest from fans and like fucking faith, faithfulness to the comic. Character arc and like all the shit that they have to consider, you know, when bringing all this stuff in, it's gotten super complicated for them to make this shit at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I always get this image. Of, I always get this image of this like fat cat, you know, literally like as big as like the Marvel character, uh, Kingpin. You know, fat, mm-hmm. wide, like television producer, movie producer guy with a, with a cigar a, with a big no, with fucking the, cigar at that time yeah. who doesn't doesn't even know what these characters are worth a damn. And he's just like, Am I getting a bottom line on the fucking toy merchandising? Like, well, tell me the mer- so, merchandising on the fucking toys. So
2: Harvey Weinstein, pretty much. Yeah, so basically, Harvey
0: Weinstein yeah. making Marvel movies right. in the fucking 90s. Got it. Um, <laughs> the classic favorite of mine is the 1989's Punisher, direct to video. Check that one out. It's, it's, <laughs> It's so bad. <laughs> mm. yeah, probably gonna skip that one.
1: <laughs> Felix, let me let me ask you this: as a person who is probably gonna play this Marvel game when it came out, right? Was this on your? Was this on one of your lists of? Well, of I'm stuff? definitely
0: getting it, and I'm gonna play it. But I'm really reticent about the fact that it is a goddamn service game, man. Like I, I, I hope it's more like Ultimate Alliance than it is a service game where I, I'm like fucking, you know, with so because of this deal
1: are you leaning are you probably going to get it on playstation instead of xbox oh
0: i did the pre-order on the playstation from the beginning for that reason okay because i kind of that there was oh, going you to be, that there was going to be exclusivity with the spider-man because of my experience playing um the spider-man game on um uh sony like i oh gotcha i i went with playstation for this reason and i was kind of right <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't know it was going to be that obvious. Like that it was going to. What out insider
1: information do you have, Felix? Share I have it with no us.
0: No insider information. I just, you know, I kind of thought that because of uh, Sony's relationship with Spider-Man that he was going to come out. I, I thought it was going to be timed thing. Like, like he would come. Well, at, yeah. It looks at, like he's not going to drop till next year anyway. Right, but I thought it was going to be one of these things where he comes out on PlayStation for a little bit. Like, you know, Destiny did in D1, Trip Zero. Do you remember when they released all this weird, uh, you know, like the Jade Rabbit was a gun that was only on the PlayStation for like a year? And oh, then- dude, they,
2: they, they did they, that every single year all the way through Destiny 2 being owned by Activision. There were like PlayStation-only dungeons, too. There, are, there were PlayStation-exclusive strikes, PlayStation-exclusive mm. maps for Crucible and there were uh, PlayStation-exclusive armor sets, legendary armor sets, and then usually exotics would happen too. But the thing about that is, like, they weren't ever really great. Jade Rabbit was pretty great. Um, but but like, look, the majority of the let time... Me, let me ask you this, great. though. Do you feel like
1: you were missing content, uh, out on content that other platforms had?
2: The only time that I ever experienced this because I was a PlayStation player is when I went to PC and spent that year, the Forsaken year was you know another uh the last activision year so they had uh they had a, a trace rifle called the wave splitter uh an armor set and then you know a strike that we didn't have um i didn't feel like i was missing out i didn't like the, mm-hmm. the content never it's it's never that meaningful for exclusivity at least in the in the way that destiny played it out um nowhere near saying like a character like spider-man as well known and as well loved uh is that that's like a different level of exclusivity
1: yeah. That's like uh, to me, that's like yeah, saying, I, Hey, I, the I, warlock, the, you know, yeah, it's like saying, like, the warlock class in Destiny. I'm sorry, only PlayStation has that guy right I, now. I would like, agree, to that's, me that's, that's
2: a pretty, that, pretty close and fair analogy, yeah, because it's a whole yeah. character that with a whole different play style that he's obviously going to have. He's Spider Man, you know, it's a different way to experience yeah. the game, and you're locking that to an entire console, so it's more than just like cosmetics or like a cool place to be in the world. That the next, like, you know, console will have a year later. It's an entire gameplay mechanic, set of mechanics and moves and experiences. It's nuts. Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of. Uh, yeah. b- bottom line with that character. Um, Cause what they're going to do uh, uh, is with every single character, they're going to have hero missions. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually get to play one in the beta coming up, the hero mission that you get, you're going to get a chance to play, which I love the description on the, in the, Square Enix video that they do an overview of their own beta that's coming out. um they, they, I don't think this is a word, but they, they, the the word is smashable. Is that a word? I mean, definitely <laughs> I mean, a word depends on the context. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, hey, you're I gonna play it, a I, mission. Yeah. You know, you know like <laughs> depends on what you're asking. Yeah, right. Um, so he says that you're going to be playing an exclusive mission uh, that's part of the Kamala Khan and Hulk thread where they team up and they, they go in and they end up fighting, doing a boss fight with Abomination. If you're not familiar with him, he was in the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. He's the enemy that Hulk fights in the street. At He's like enemy. the bigger Hulk. But they say that the interiors of all the buildings that you're going to be playing this mission in are fully smashable smashable interiors mm-hmm. which i think is going to be fucking great as whole
2: that could work actually in either either way you're interpreting that word depending on who you are yeah, so, yeah. sure hulk smash that, smash
0: that interior dog yeah. <laughs> hulk smash hulk smash uh black people widow. can
2: smash whatever they want if they're dedicated enough so
0: hulk smash black widow
2: <laughs> all right well we were we were towing the line and we just fell directly over the line <laughs> let's keep it count Let's keep moving.
1: <laughs> All right, you ready? You guys ready for the next uh, story of sure. the week?
0: Sure, yeah, let's do it. All
1: right, so a uh, big newsman on campus, Jason Schreier released a or he got his hands on an internal document that was going around uh, Blizzard and mm-hmm. pretty much pointed out everybody in the in, on Blizzard staff were sharing their their pay rates with each other, Good. They were sharing how much they were making. Yeah. This is crazy because what they noticed was a lot of employees end up either, aside from layoffs, we're, getting, we're, getting, uh, we're quitting and moving to other game companies to get significant raise bumps, like significant. Um, and he actually compares it as well um, in the article. He's talking about like how Riot Games, um, for the same role, p- these people would make way more, like way, way more. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and pull up the, his other drop on this early this week. Um,
2: yeah, but essentially, no, I mean, he's. T- yeah, go ahead. No, I was I was just going to vamp if you were still searching for things. Do, um, it, do it. But just, just discussing wage is a thing that's so taboo in like, American capitalism. companies, capital companies make it taboo, taboo, right? Yeah, like, like yeah, companies exactly. don't, they don't want to talk about. The culture that they perpetuate so that they can hire people for as low as possible especially in in similar gigs and roles to your your coworkers and they keep that like that that atmosphere going so that no one talks about what they're making to then make other people want to make more money it's it's entirely a a tactic employed yes. in in every single company I believe, and so much so that like it just indoctrinated into our culture to not that oh don't it's it's gauche don't talk about your wages. It just no, everyone should be talking to everybody else about what they make. Everybody, every mm-hmm. single person. You know, like it's not illegal to do it, but I've had people at jobs I was working at uh, get low key threatened by management for discussing it or having you know thoughts or discussions that insinuated that's what they would talk about. But like they're not allowed to do that. It's like illegal, but they still make it just a part of the the atmosphere and the culture. The culture, yeah. So nuts. We're just we're just we just buy it, dude.
1: And it's it's almost like if if you in some cases if you are caught talking about it,
2: they they can reserve the right to let you go, right? Like in in right, because, because a lot of um, yeah, a lot of uh, the employment agreements are are at will, is what they'll say. Mm-hmm. So. They can let you go without really your reason. God, that is such a bullshit
0: thing uh, that is, yeah, is yeah, in. It's, it's I, fuck, think, I hate. I hate Well, things are fucked. Things have been fucked for a while. Been there since the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Been there since the early parts of the 20th century. This is this is a, a um, well, it's really something that was uh, thought up by the robber barons that were that were getting so riots were happening at factories and they started to think of progressive ways to improve work life for employees. And that, that's, is, that, and is that unions or, well, that all of, well, un, unions were what spurned from uh, a way to quell rebellion. That was constant in the 19th century uh, at steel factories and, you know, mm-hmm. all these different types, not to sidebar this crazy, but like, that's, no, no that, I'm going to bring it right back. That's where, this. that's where all that shit originates. It originates with, and then, unions spawned out because what they were doing they were they were doing tactics like strike breaking you know like if people went on strike you know if they were part of unions grew out of like the natural course of trying to protect workers but right. like they started to work in the early 19th century they started to work with unions to come up with a plan so that workers would be happy so they wouldn't fucking you know, riot and get pissed and leave now, And they would have to bring in strike breakers in order to break the strike. You know, that type of shit. You pointed,
1: you pointed out to me that the movie industry also went through this like fairly recently, like yeah, 30, yeah. 40 so years like ago. The
0: video game industry is a young industry, a very visual mm-hmm. multi-billion dollar industry now. Um, and they never had their chance to go through that period of time that the film industry went through in the 20th century, where they basically like, didn't unionize anything and didn't give anybody. There was no guilds. There was none of that shit existed, and they had to generate that stuff through the, you know, the, it started in the '30s when stars started actually having weight and power and could basically tell studio heads to go fuck off, you know, whenever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. When it got to that point where the stars were the ones who were bringing the tickets in, that's when they started saying, "Hey, we start. We got to unionize some of the shit. We need so screen actor video and, game industry. Yeah.
1: What do you, What do you think it's going to take? for for these workers, the people that make these things that we love to play and enjoy so much because we want them to have a good living wage. I think that's like that's kind of the point of bringing this up, right? Like we want them to not worry about doing things like for example, sleeping in their van and being forced to live with in houses of like, you know, six or more employees together. These are things that Jason cited in the article because they aren't making enough money to like live on their own. But yet the, these these games make billions of dollars. Bobby Kotick taking home a $40 million bonus, you know, per
2: year because yeah, his then company then is so profitable saying things like, I don't know the future of uh, video games in the pandemic. I, we definitely can't give people their, uh, their bonuses this year. It just like, it's, 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 it's infuriating. Honestly, it's very.
1: And then not to mention last year, cause, cause I point before we got on the call trip, I pointed out that blizzard has been in a downward trajectory of, of, um, of a, as a company, I want to say, and th- th- I, I, we can cite a million things. We can cite the Hearthstone issue that they had like a year ago. We right. can cite the release of Warcraft Three, which honestly removed more features than it added, and it, it made it a worse game for it. um mm-hmm. they're Just they're just like v- various releases of World of Warcraft not being what they thought it was. Saying, "Oh, what? Don't you have phones for Diablo Immortal?" and mm-hmm. and doing things like. Well, we don't feel like doing a WoW Classic because you don't want it. Like saying to the customer, "No, we hear that you're asking for it, but we're telling you you don't want WoW Classic." And then, lo and behold, they just release WoW
2: Classic. Classic. Yeah, they've done it like, to themselves in terms of like public perception, and this is another oh, of course, another downturn. <laughs> just like the list goes on, right? But like for this to
1: happen, that like now last year after they posted record high profits as as per usual with Blizzard. Uh, they remember. Remember last year, we actually talked about this. They was they let go like a lot of their esports people, like almost 400 jobs, like just gone. They just deleted, and um, the Heroes of the Storm eSport league, they essentially like shut down. Uh, they decided they weren't putting any more into it, um, and then to go on and not pay their employees a fair wage is just absolutely bananas. Yeah. Um.
2: I mean, there's there's, but, there's uh, yeah. a line here. I saw the the QA. The, P- the QA team wants a living wage, not even higher wages, a living wage. Yeah. Do, do you want the living wages for, for like Philadelphia? It's like what $12 is it? and something cents. Like 12 cents. Really? Is living wage. That's so yeah. low. I feel yeah. so low. And people are not being paid that. That's insane. Yeah.
1: And what, what, what are they based out of? I don't even know. Where, where is Blizzard oh, located. located? I asked to
0: that. That's a good question. Uh, Irv- Irvine, Cali- Urban, Irv- Irvine, Irvine, California. California.
1: Yeah, there we go. Alright, and that's a very that's kind of an expensive state to live in, right? California? Yeah it is. Well it, yeah. uh, know, it's, it's, it's depends. it depends on where Yeah. It's one of the more so, expensive for sure. Just today before we went live, uh earlier earlier today, he put uh Jason put out a second article that says after after he dropped his article like two or three days ago about about the uh the comparison of the spreadsheet that people were passing around, he uh they, uh, the employees got on their company Slack and they mm-hmm. started organizing like like essentially like their own union, right? Yeah. Not, not, not formally a union, but they were essentially coming together and being like, all of us together are going to ask for, for better for, yeah. for, for better compensation. Good. Good for them, absolutely. So pumped to see, yeah, to see that happen because these game companies are not unionized. These employees are not protected and they make the, make, they make the things we love. They should be protected. If we, if we care about these, these uh things that we love so much, we should care about the people that work on them and not Bobby Kotick with it, it, his prob- 4
0: million, $40 million bonus. The problem you're going to run into is, well, well, exactly the issue. It's not the movie companies that are providing fucking unions for the employees that work on sets. No. They're, it's a third-party arbiter. It's like a third-party mm-hmm. organization needs to be generated, needs to be created. Um, you know, in There order- is one, but it's called like the games gamers union, blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure what it is. It's like, right. It's vague and you can't really get a lot of information on it. Um, But they need, they need a third party thing to be created. You know what I mean? That that works, that has a, a body of people that work as uh, representatives of the employees in legal disputes. That's really what they need. Um, uh, Because if they don't get that, the company's just going to go, well, you're all fucking fired we're just going to hire new people who are willing to take just, your wages. And that's what they usually do, right? Like right. even in the game industry, for sure. Right, it, it can just in any of these major corporations you got to find some outside source that's going to basically bank a move to like fucking strike and support the workers or something through the strike or or something along those lines. Um because that's what in you know, in the film industry, the screen actors guild is, mm-hmm. is independent of movie studios. I mean, it's supposed to be. I don't know if it is fucking at this point. Right. You know, like with people owning shares and shit and all that garbage. I, I, but think of like IBU. IBU is the International Bureau of Electrical Workers. Okay? Right. Most of, in major cities, most of the IBU electrical workers are getting employed not on construction sites. I mean, a lot are, but like, most of them are probably getting employed on movie sets when movies come into town. Cause IBU is the organization that protects electrical workers when you're on a, a movie set. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, that's, that's a great example. And then there's a lighting, there's a lighting union that's independent of the, all that shit probably, or they might, they might fall under IBU as well because it's electrical, but like there's all different ones, you know, on, on movie sets, but they're all independent of the studios and the studios have to work with those groups. You know,
2: and- yeah, we're we're far from that kind of infrastructure happening for for game development, but this is one of those conversations that has to happen. It's one of the first steps to making it okay, you know. And in a year mm-hmm. like we've had, where there's been so much activism, uh, activism, Jesus Christ, activism about <laughs> things that uh, that matter for people, um, I feel like we can actually make something happen. And the workers can make something happen and get enough attention towards this that Blizzard says, okay. Maybe we can't get away with shit like this,
1: you know. Blizzard and other game companies need to realize that that they need the workers, not the other way around. I guess in a way, yeah. I mean, it's a mutual. Sure. It's a mutual relationship. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. Like you have to treat you have to you're, you're it's a partnership. You have to treat the people right who are doing the work for you and and you know making your company profitable every year. It's 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 important. Like you have to treat the workers right. Well, and, I, they'll, uh, and they'll love and they'll love working for you, right? Like that's it's a natural cycle of like make it make it a good place to work for, and then you'll you'll have happy people that'll work for you. Yeah, you'd think, but
2: you know, people don't want to buy into right, that. It's uh, that's
1: the idea. It's a very simple simple concept. Yeah.
2: But unfortunately, you, know, you need to shareholders kind of buy into that. That uh, right? That belief. But we could also force them into it. Like I said, it's, it's 2020. We've been pretty active out here, so. I hope, hope, hope generate a lot of, yeah, a lot of positive uh, snowballing attention and blizzard at least comments because that'll be interesting to see where they take this if this gets enough yeah. public attention, Blizzards going to have to say something about it. they are gonna have to they can't ignore this kind of shit they haven't they haven't uh, commented yet on this, have they Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's too early if this was just kind of they talked about this week they, there needs to be an overwhelming company response no overwhelming like employee push for this and public support push for blizzard to say something publicly about internal workers rights in their company so we're too early for them to actually even be Mm -hmm. thinking about this but maybe in another like week or two if this keeps growing they'll have to start thinking about how to address it and that'll be exciting to see
0: yeah i hope they do
2: oh i I mashed that retweet
1: button so hard you guys tell you what i gotta spread the word on that because I because I want them to do better. I like as much as shit I just gave Blizzard for it's like you know past currently. Like I want them to be better. I want them yeah. to do better. Like that's all I can ask for. You know? I feel it. Like yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, I was saying before the uh show uh when I guess me and Neo were talking I was like, "You don't because Neo was talking about how much he used to love Blizzard back in the day oh yeah and i said these days is there really a corporation you do like neo (laughs) (laughs) not particularly is what my answer was
1: (laughs) not in particular
0: particularly um
1: no like i was saying to felix like 2004 that was like that was like golden golden year for blizzard right they weren't owned by activision they just launched world of warcraft loved diablo 2 starcraft 2 was around the corner. they were they were on fire, man. That was like their heyday. Like as soon as like Wrath of the Lich King came out, that expansion, you know, they were firing it on cylinders, right? They had uh they had all StarCraft's expansions coming out, and oh my god, man, it was a it's, that was a good
2: time. It's a different company today, a thousand percent. It's I mean, a thousand percent. Not, not maybe as as aggressive as like rare today versus rare back in the in the mid nineties, but. It's a similar kind of vibe, you know, like there's a certain point where you're trading on the name only and you've scooped out all the original company values and and plans and just have your IP walking as you make newer, shittier decisions. I mean, the nice
1: thing about rare is it does feel like even though Microsoft owns rare, they can still do whatever they want. And it seems like that's what they're doing. Right. Like even with the Xbox announcements, like it doesn't seem like. It doesn't seem like they're being held back by any, you know,
2: for, for a, a while, while it was. It was just, it was just a, um, an IP churn, and it wasn't the same like it you know? was. You're right. Little, little, little scrappy gang of British people making making Banjo Kazooie and Goldeneye 3D platformer games, you know.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh my God, Neo. Uh, in regard to what we were talking about earlier, sorry, I didn't mean to take it right back. No, you're fine. Uh, uh, to the Spider Man thing. Uh, it's a picture of Tobey Maguire with like from three Spider-Man three with that with, with the hair in front of his face. No, it's it's uh, Harry's like above him. While they're at like the theater, maybe that wasn't. Yeah, that was. I think that was in three. Oh,
1: and he's like he's like
0: staring down at, at staring uh, down Peter, watching watching Mary yeah. Jane on stage. Yes, yes, yes. So it's it's yeah. Peter, I don't see Peter, and it says P.S. Players enjoying the new Avengers game. <laughs> <And> that then, <laughs> then above it's Harry Xbox players. Staring he's staring. At him. staring <laughs> he's like staring at him. Oh, Fucking love it. I'll, I'll send that to you. It's so funny.
1: Please do. Please do. I'm gonna. I'll tweet. I'll tweet the shit out of that out. That's great. That's a good. That's a well, good meme. Uh, you ready to end this show? Is that what we're looking at? I think that's it. Hell yeah, guys. Um, I'll I'll take us out. Uh, I've been Neo Yoshi. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Neo underscore Yoshi and twitch.tv slash Neoyoshi. Still playing Ghosts, still playing lots of Valorant. I might stream some Final Fantasy next week or this weekend. We'll, oh, I'll stream Avengers this weekend. That's what I'll do. I'll pop on the stream. Uh, if anyone wants to join me, hit me up on Twitter. Um, Felix, you too. If you're going to be playing it this weekend, you let me know when you're going to play it, and I'll I'll definitely play it with you.
0: Oh yeah, because you're doing the PS4 beta, right? Because I'm, I'm on doing, PS4. Yeah. We're all doing PS4 this weekend. Got mm-hmm. it. Cool.
1: Um, also, don't forget, check us out on YouTube. We're so close to 100 subs on YouTube, so please do that. Please, please. Uh, emergent Gamer,
2: Google that shit, or YouTube search it. All right, Trip. Uh, what's up, guys? I am Trip Zero. You guys can find me on uh, Twitch uh twitch.tv slash trip zero tv i stream mondays tuesdays and thursdays uh around the podcast 7 p.m to 11 p.m on those days i'm doing zelda breath of the wild uh going for 100 so that'll be the stream content for a while i'm glad you mentioned the youtube stuff neo i am putting my own breakouts and things on my own youtube channel uh again just search trip zero but also if you come to my page there's a link for the emerging gamer it's very easy to find to get to us on that page and subscribe too i know since i've been putting up um uh like I've been chopping up my Breath of the not Breath of the Wild, my Last of Us playthrough and, and throwing up hours on there. Uh at the same time of day I saw one person come through and and give me a sub and then ours went to eighty eight. So I'm like, cool. Just keep funneling them right over to the podcast. We can get our special link and make you guys cool video content that's easier to find.
0: Yeah, and this is Felix. Uh, Felix. Yeah, this is Felix Hergood. Um twitch.tv slash Felix Hergood. Uh I'm taking a break from streaming. I'm trying to figure out when I'm coming back to that. So I don't uh with my job, we miss I, you. I haven't been able to figure out, like, specifically how I want to do it. I'm, I'm still kind of adrift, and also I don't really have a confidence level to do it right now. I don't, I don't know hey, what man. it's about. So it never I've, works. I'm working through the psychology of that, and I'll get back to you. But obviously, I still got the computer, the setup, all the stuff ready to go, and one of these days I'm going to bring it right back with something. Uh, I just don't know what yet. Um, but right now I'm playing you know, a bunch of games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Felix, and, we look forward to your and, return. And I definitely will do the Marvel Avengers game with you this weekend. If you're down. Um, I awesome. just, I to, I'm I'm off Sunday and I believe Monday. So if you want to jam it on Sunday, that would be great. And you can be live. Sunday sounds definitely good. You could be live. Yeah, cool. Yeah. We'll just, we'll rip one of the channels in the emergent the gamer discord. So
1: hell yeah, man. All right. We'll see you next week, everybody.
2: Later. Like mm-hmm. Rick could Maybe. make something that could just no, no, turn that off or something, back his daughter up. <laughs> <laughs> Bring, What's a fight? What? What? What are you? Who are you fighting? I don't. I don't give a shit. Here, here. Take this thing. They'll. still they'll Fucking. They'll just kill her. We'll be fine. It'll be <laughs> <There's nothing wrong. laughs>
0: bring in. Bring in. Fucking clone Beth, uh, dude. I'd love that yeah. episode, man. From last season. It's good. It's so good. What do you want? You want,
2: a, you want a. robot version of yourself or something? I don't know. Hurry up. I'm. I'm busy. What do you? What do you need?
0: <laughs> God damn. I wish they made that show more frequently, dude. I know. I, dude, I still haven't seen season three. Uh, that's what i was oh sorry that was a spoiler that's
2: oh it's a spoiler if there's a spoiler there's like infinite realities of something in in wreck and morty (laughs) Morty, oh my god
0: yeah